0: Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show, We days at three on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
1: And here we are. Welcome to the Mike Douglas Show, uh, here to serve as your concierge for conversation, live and local, Monday through Friday, here on The Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And our time together really is uh, about having conversations about the significant issues of the day that personally affect you and me as uh, we make our home here in the central Valley of California. And uh, for those of you who may be joining us for the first time, welcome, whatever your perspective is, you are welcome here. And uh, just by way of background, uh, my role in the County, I, uh, I'm a community pastor, serve two different congregations, also have the privilege of serving as the president of Advancing Vibrant Communities where we research needs in the community and then we find volunteers like you uh, to meet those needs. And you can find more about that at vibrantcommunities.org, vibrantcommunities.org. Well, today we're, we're going to look at a very interesting development at one of the premier schools in uh, in America and it's called Lowell High School in San Francisco and uh, the authorities there the boards have decided that they are going to move away from a merit-based application and admission system to a random lottery system and and what you may ask what is the purpose of this well the issue that they're trying to uh, resolve is uh, to improve racial diversity. And so my question to you, and we're, we're going to unpack some details on this as, as we go along here in the next few moments. Uh, my my question to you is, do you think a lottery achieves the racial balance at Lowell and other places? Does a random lottery can it possibly achieve their goal of a racial balance? How does a random lottery know? I'd be interested in your thoughts on that. And uh, but we'll, we'll, let's look at it at another way, because this is the perspective of some. Is a merit-based system intrinsically racially discriminatory? Or are there other issues involved? We're going to talk about that right now. Here on the Mike Douglas show at area code 2095513483. That's area code 2095513483. What do you think? Merit based system versus a lottery. Which one do you think is going to achieve racial diversity? And maybe are there other factors that San Francisco board authorities ought to be considering for? Lowell High School. All right. Well, we'll open the phones here for your opinions. And while we do that, let's take a look at uh, some of the factors involved. And there was a very interesting opinion piece in the uh, Chronicle today, written by Emil Guillermo. And if I've uh, mispronounced your name, sir, I am very sorry. Emil Guillermo. And uh, he went to Lowell High School and let me uh pull some exp- excerpts out of his narrative here because i i think he makes a very fair and honest assessment and an and authoritative one because he went to the school uh he grew up at schools uh nearby in the system so he's a he's a san francisco native son his uh parents uh, were immigrants from the philippines who didn't have uh who had fewer opportunities than, than he did, and, and he started out with a paper route. Uh, he grew up on the free lunch program, uh, he went to several uh, nearby schools, and he says, as a student and a person of color, I was bullied at my neighborhood school even in my typing class. You mean bullying in your typing class? Good night. Still, he got straight A's and he made it to Lowell. And and again, Lowell High School in San Francisco is one of the premier schools in the nation. And in fact, he says, uh, I put Lowell above my Harvard experience. He went to Harvard based upon the uh, the skills and the learning and and the ability to uh, reason and being taught the, uh, the way to think and, and being held to very, very high standards. And uh, so he says, how do we resolve these inequities in admission? Well, what are the inequities in admission? Let's just take a look, and I'm going to uh, look at his, <clears throat> at his statistics here. He says black enrollment at Lowell High School is 2% compared to 6% in the rest of the district. And remember, Lowell is one of the top schools in the nation. So black enrollment at Lowell, 2% compared to the district-wide, 6%. Latino enrollment is 12% at Lowell, but it's 28% in the district. And he he makes the point that uh, a plug-and-play system isn't a sustainable educational approach. And maybe closer to a quota system, which uh, he notes the U.S. Supreme Court frowns upon when it comes to college admissions. And uh, he also notes what he calls the elephant in the room. He says no one mentions what could be the real problem. Lowell High School's Asian-American enrollment is 51% versus 33% enrollment in the rest of the district, he says, uh, I believe if predominantly high, uh, white schools are a problem, then so are predominantly Asian schools. And he makes a point he says, if the school board uh, wants to fight racism and truly believes that all San Francisco Unified School District high schools are academic schools, then simply put more resources into all the other high schools. Do you find that point interesting? You know, oftentimes we get backed into a corner and uh, the various sides of an issue try to frame it for us and they try to force us into into corners where we don't take the time to see uh, the the panoply of the whole issue. Don't allow us to get up to 32,000 feet like in an airplane, so to speak, and and look down on the issue. So uh, my inference here, is that Emil is saying? You know, this is this is not just about strictly a lottery, a random lottery system versus a merit-based system, but maybe possibly the problem is with the rest of the uh, education system. Are those young people being prepared in uh, the elementary school and grade school? Are they being adequately prepared? to go into a uh, very rigorous and, and, and robust program like, um, like Lowell offers. And I, I think this is one of the issues that we have to look at. You know, so often I, I, I kind of flinch. I don't kind of flinch. I flinch when I hear, well, we have to lower the bar or we have to go to a lottery system, a random system. Because what it's saying is uh, those students who are not prepared to go into a very aggressive educational environment are not capable of it. That's not necessarily true. Obviously some may not, but many may be, but the problem may be they are not being adequately prepared in the lower grades to enter that system. And my personal opinion, perhaps instead of, spending time on sex education and, uh, you know, in the lower grades for youngsters that uh, really shouldn't even have to address those issues at this point. How about we really look at the fundamentals, reading, writing, arithmetic and really pour our dollars and our efforts into those subjects that are going to adequately prepare them for an aggressive educational opportunity later on and and that whole process teaches you to think you think well Mike we can you can just think it's natural to think no it may be natural to think but it's not natural to think critically in other words to reason with all the gusto that we can manage in in our brains the educational system should help us think critically with reason to be able to parse things, take subjects apart, and then look at them, look at the various elements, and then put them back together and come to some rational thoughts. Not sure that's happening. Anyway, so this uh, this situation at Lowell High School in San Francisco uh, really brings uh, a lot of uh, a lot of good points up, a lot of deep thought for those in education and for those of you with uh, with children regarding. Uh, or regardless, whatever age they may be. How does a lottery achieve the racial balance goals that San Francisco Unified is looking for? And are merit-based systems actually racially discriminatory, or are there other issues involved? We're going to continue that discussion in three or four minutes. The phone number here is 209-551-3483, Five five one three four eight three. Mike Douglas with you here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk thirteen sixty K F I V.
0: The Mike Douglas Show every weekday at three on Power Talk thirteen sixty K F I V. Power Talk thirteen Burst traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort
2: Traffic Center. Eastbound 205 in Tracy, slow from Tracy Boulevard all the way to 5 today. After that, 5 looks great through Lathrop into French Camp. South Mennonite Modesto delayed all the way to Hammett Road this afternoon. For the latest on the Valerie opening, tune to news on 1360 a.m. KFIV.
3: This report is sponsored by Russell Stover Candies. Football is a game, but love isn't. So don't forget to pick up a heart-shaped box of Russell Stover chocolates this Valentine's Day and prove to her that football was just a fleeting fantasy. And she is your number one. Make happy this Valentine's Day with Russell Stover.
4: (laughs) Cupid has invented a time machine. Check that. A Valentine machine. With all the biggest songs from the year you fell in love. Just go to Valentinemachine.com. Type in your anniversary year, and we'll create a personalized playlist with all the best love songs from that year. Share it with your valentine or surprise them. Try it now. It's totally free. ValentineMachine.com From iHeartRadio, number one for music, radio, and podcasting. All in one app.
0: iHeartRadio.
4: Homeowners as states begin to open back up and the economy rebounds, interest rates continue to be at near all time lows. Call rate plus now and take advantage of these historically low rates while you still can get a fifteen year fixed at just one point seven five percent rate two point one zero four percent APR or a thirty year fixed at just two point two five percent rate two point four one two percent APR with no third party fees. A 15-year fixed at just 1.75% rate, 2.104% APR. Or a 30-year fixed at just 2.25% rate, 2.412% APR. And we'll pay your title, escrow, and appraisal fees. Call Rate Plus now. 800-493-6260. 800-493-6260. That's 800-493-6260. Or visit RatePlus.com. Rate Plus is an equal housing lender. Terms and conditions apply. Not all applicants will qualify. Rate subject to change. Rate Plus Incorporated is licensed under the California Finance. NMLS number 1230949. In honor of President's Day, Dell delivers savings to help America's small businesses get more done. Office Anywhere, with up to 50% off high-performance laptops, desktops, and servers with Intel Core processors and top-brand electronics. Plus, refresh now with flexible financing options. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL or visit Dell.com slash Presidents Day.
5: Liberty.
3: Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your renter's insurance,
6: so you only pay for what you need.
3: Great. As a minimalist, I need simple insurance. Nice place. No furniture? Nothing sparked joy, except for this fruit bowl. Well, with Liberty Mutual, you only pay for what you need, so there's that. I mean, look. So beautiful. So Empty again.
6: Only pay for what you need at libertymutual.com. Liberty Liberty Liberty
3: Liberty Football is a game, but love isn't. So don't forget to pick up a heart-shaped box of Russell Stover chocolates this Valentine's Day and prove to her that football was and she is your number one. Make happy this Valentine's Day with Russell Stover.
0: That's Trevor Carries. And follows Mike Douglas every weekday at four. Twelve on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
1: And welcome to the Mike Douglas Show. Happy to have you with us, regardless of your perspective. You are welcome here on the Mike Douglas Show, Monday through Friday, three to four p.m. here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We've been talking about an interesting uh, situation in san francisco with the san francisco unified school district lowell high school looking at going to a lottery system versus a merit-based system and we're going to be talking about uh, the the pros and cons and maybe there are some other issues involved we've been reading some commentary by a man named emil guillermo and and he went to lowell high school in fact he Experience there above his Harvard experience. Lowell is one of the top high schools in the nation, and the question is: Is the random lottery uh, technique of admissions is that going to solve what they're looking to solve in terms of uh, admission equity? Well, we'll be talking about that, and uh, and John from Brentwood has some some thoughts on that merit-based uh what do you think john what's your what's your thought about that
5: well a couple of points first it's a highly rated school because it's merit-based you can't have a lottery system and just let anybody go it's going to bring your gpa down
1: all right john we uh, lost you there hang on a second uh, let me see if i can bring you back up there uh all right john uh try it again i'm sorry go ahead Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, we can now, John. Go ahead. Uh huh.
5: Okay, yeah, a couple of things. Um, it's a highly rated school because it's merit-based. If you turn it into a lottery to get in, it's the, the school is just going to be another high school. It's not going to be one of the top schools in the country, obviously. Secondly, it's not going to – you have a chance of even having a less diverse school by doing it lottery-wise. And if you just bring a certain amount of – a percentage of each race in, and third, my third quick point is this is something that the left likes to do. It makes them feel good. It's changing names of schools, removing statues, trying to make this where it's not going to really do anything, but it, it lets them think that they're doing something that's, that's good. And it's something that the left has done for the last five, six, seven years, and it's just really getting old. And I'll take comments off the air, Mike. Great show.
1: Hey, thank you John, uh thank you so much for your points. Uh John making uh some some good sense there in terms of this uh this lottery random lottery system may th- make things less diverse than they are now because the there there is no sensitivity, there's no goal, there's no target. Oh, uh, let me use the overused term, there's no science uh to uh To a random lottery. And uh, I thought John also made a very good point about uh, for many, this is uh, this may be a, a feel good response, but it really doesn't have any teeth to it in terms of cause and effect. Whenever you make a plan, you want to make a plan that addresses the issue and has some type of identified outcomes. And, and if you try to balance the equation, in, in my opinion, between a random lottery and creating racial diversity, it doesn't add up. There, there's nothing to connect the two. So what do you think are some other options? What, what might the San Francisco Unified School District and others, uh, including universities that are, uh, are moving away from a merit-based system, what do you think they should do instead? What what should they do instead of a merit-based system? What kind of options should they have? Maybe it's a, it's a it's a deep deep issue that runs uh, way way beneath the radar screen in terms of just the educational system itself. You're welcome to. Give us your viewpoint on that, and this this is a this is a tough subject. And you're welcome to give us a call and give us your thoughts on it, on the Mike Douglas Show on area code two zero nine five five one three four eight three. That's area code two zero nine five five one three four eight three. And again, as we were looking at uh, some of the expert, excerpts rather of. Uh, a piece written by Emil Guillermo uh, in the San Francisco Chronicle today, makes some, some good points. He says, if the board wants to fight racism and truly believes that all San Francisco Unified School District high schools are academic schools, then simply put more resources into all the other high schools. Interesting thought. Now, let me uh, read this uh, paragraph. I think this is very good. Don't lower the bar at Lowell. I think that uh, was in line with our caller, John, as well. Don't lower the bar at Lowell. Raise the bar at the neighborhood schools and make them all shine. As an example, the International Baccalaureate Program provides rigorous all-academic programs to tough, comprehensive high schools like the Central Valley's Modesto High School and Franklin High in Stockton. They're uh, like schools within schools. Kids excel in place if they can. For some, it's sink or swim. Most swim, but it works. He says, I know a, a young Hispanic student who had no intention of going to college, and after the IB program, she went from rural Turlock to New York University and is now in the doctoral program at UC Berkeley. And so it it seems to me there's some common sense here that is not in the random lottery idea. And uh, by the way, he mentioned Modesto High School and the uh, International uh, Baccalaureate uh, uh, Program there. The International Baccalaureate Program at Modesto High is uh, is wonderful. In fact, uh, I I think they just had... uh, a five year review not too long ago, and they're they're going great guns with that. and it's one of those situations where you get into the program, the bar is sent high uh, set high, and as Mr. Guillermo says, you either sink or swim, some don't make it, and that's okay, that's okay, but they're given the opportunity to tackle it. They're given the opportunity to make it happen. They're given the opportunity to excel if they can, if they apply themselves. And I think too often we tell some sectors of our children community, well, you just probably won't make it in that environment, so we're going to lower the bar. No, that's not respecting them. That, that's not giving them the God-given credit that they're due we we need to look at other ways to create an educational environment that leads them into the ability to excel in these type of, uh, in these type of schools. So interesting. Uh, again, our phone number here, 209-551-3483. That's 209-551-3483. And in uh, just a few moments, we're going to, Continue the conversation about schools. We're going to look at a slightly different aspect, and that is some school sports are set to start up on this Friday, but they're not part of the regular public school programs. We'll talk about that in just about five minutes here on The Mike Douglas Show, Power Talk 1360, KFIV
0: the mike douglas show every weekday at three on power talk 1360 kfiv if you want to get your business on the radio and you don't need help from a professional you really need to check adbuilder.com not only is it extremely affordable online customizable and heard by nine out of ten americans every month it's just so easy you can even make your own radio ad all from your smartphone wherever you are click listen approve and get your ad on air Get started today at iHeartAdbuilder.com. That's iHeartAdbuilder.com. Power Talk 1360 Burst Traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center.
2: Mantega delays on eastbound 120 Main Street to 99. Southbound 99 after that tied up from Austin Road all the way to Hammett, with eastbound 205 and Tracy Slow from Grant Line all the way to 5. For the latest on the Valley Reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is
3: sponsored by Russell Stover Candies. Football is a game, but love isn't. So don't forget to pick up a heart-shaped box of Russell Stover chocolates this Valentine's Day and prove to her that football was just a fleeting fantasy. And she is your number one. Make happy this Valentine's Day with Russell Stover.
0: With PatriotSoftware.com Accounting and pay. Your time and money Mike Campbell here, serial entrepreneur. I started my first business in the basement of a factory over 30 years ago. We had no heat and no air conditioning. Instead of customers, our office visitors were rats, birds, flies, and snakes. Our office flooded often, and we used blankets as our office walls. We were broke and needed help. That's why I created Patriot Software, to help small business owners with simple payroll for 1 to 100 employees. And if you need help, we will help you for free. Go to PatriotSoftware.com. Use promo code RADIO and get two months of payroll processing free. That's PatriotSoftware.com. With PatriotSoftware.com, accounting and payroll, keep your time and money. Enter the world of Tomorrow's Monsters, thrilling sci-fi podcast starring Golden Globe nominee John Boyega and Emmy winner Darren Criss. A mysterious hero. The shadowy corporation bent on changing human biology forever. What are the repercussions when we give corporations direct access to our brains? At what point do we become their product? Listen to Tomorrow's Monsters on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: 145 over 92. 180 over 111. I had a heart attack and a cardiac arrest and then a stroke.
0: Your blood pressure numbers could change your life. Lowering your high blood pressure could save you from a heart attack or stroke. If you've stopped your treatment plan, restart it or talk to your doctor about creating one that works better for you. Start taking the right steps
7: at manageyourbp.org. Now I'm you know, trying to get better, stronger than ever. Brought
0: to you by the American Heart Association, American Medical Association, and the Ad Council. From the Exergen Temporal
7: Scanner Thermometer Weather Center.
8: This report is sponsored by Merrill. With Merrill Guided Investing, you have the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Get started at merrilledge.com slash investinggoals. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker-dealer and investment. member SIPC.
2: Cloudy today. We might see a little bit of rain with afternoon highs in the mid-60s. Cloudy early tonight, but by tomorrow morning it will clear up and we'll see sunny skies tomorrow. Low 70s expected.
0: Local talk is back in the valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at three on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
1: And thank you so much for being part of all that. Mike Douglas with you here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And uh, we meet here to, regardless of your point of view, you're welcome to express it. And we are live and local as we tackle the issues of the day that affect you and me right here in the central valley of california and uh here's an interesting issue <laughs> that's coming up as we all know there have been kiboshes that's a technical term kiboshes on on uh, public school sports of course uh, of late because of the uh, the pandemic and and such and now As we're uh, thinking about schools and and yearning for schools to open, uh, Governor Newsom has assured us that that's on his radar screen and he's been working on it.
0: Working with the legislature, have been for weeks and weeks now, to try to get our schools safely open in the state of California. It is my desire to get our schools safely open as quickly as we can, safely.
1: All right, uh, safely. Well, okay, we're, uh, we're 10, 11 months into this and uh, a lot of people are, are getting antsy and depressed and anxious and frustrated. I don't need to throw out uh, many more terms or modifiers. You uh, I'm certainly are aware of them. If, if not, you're, you're going through them yourself. So here's, um, here's the interesting thing we're going to look at now. Uh, football some football apparently scheduled to kick off this Friday in Modesto, uh, Merced, Ripon, Sacramento, and, uh, other places through Northern California. And you're saying, Oh, wait a minute, Mike. I thought, I thought we weren't going to be able to do that. You know, you look at, uh, by the way, we're in, we're still in the purple penalty box and purple tier. That's the bottom tier in the, uh, in the blueprint that Sacramento has given us for trying to um, get back. To, I, I guess we're never going to get back to some state of normalcy. Maybe that's why there's no green tier anymore. If you remember the, the purple tier uh, named widespread uh, that's the tier where the most restrictions are on activities. The next level up is the substantial tier. That's the red tier, the moderate is the next level up that's the orange tier, and then uh, the the top tier now is minimal uh, the yellow tier no no green tier anymore, so I guess normal c is not something we can look at where we are at least most of us uh, here in Stas County and uh, the counties neighboring us and most of the counties within the sound of our voice right now in the purple. Here, uh you can have some outdoor low contact sports you may say okay mike what are they well the state says things like archery and badminton uh anybody play badminton anymore that was a long time ago biking uh cornhole cross country dance but no contact disc golf golf Ice and roller skating, no contact. So I guess we're <laughs> uh, we're not doing the roller derby there. Lawn bowling, uh, martial arts, no contact. Physical training programs like yoga, Zumba, Tai Chi. There's uh, running, shuffleboard. Shuffleboard. The schools. Well, this isn't just about school, shuffleboard. Skeet shooting. Now, I've enjoyed that in the past. Uh, Skiing and snowboarding, snowshoeing, uh, swimming and diving, tennis, track and field, walking and hiking. So football is not there. So what's happening this Friday? Well, there's an organization called the California Association of Private Sports. Apparently, it's uh, based out of Petaluma. And they have a slate of football games they're going to start. And uh, those that are part of this, those that support uh, CAPS, California Association of Private Sports, say that it's a much-needed outlet for kids who have been cooped up during the pandemic. But other people are saying, well, now wait a minute. This could be dangerous for the players' health and could spread the deadly COVID-19 disease. So the uh, Sacramento Bee had an article this morning And uh, it says, the science around the spread of the coronavirus says this, hold off. Governor Gavin Newsom and the California Interscholastic Federation, CIF, to most of us, which oversees prep sports, have mostly banned sports competition for 11 months because of the pandemic. Newsom and his office met with advocacy football groups the last two weeks to discuss data, the mental toll of no sports, and how to get sports jumped Started that from the article. So the caps president, the California Association of Private Sports, is a man named Phil Grams. He's a Knights outdoor fitness coach, and he's uh, the former Capital Christian uh, of Sacramento uh, head football coach. Now heading the Ripon Christian football uh, program, he see he says these kids have a right to play for their mental health. Well, what do you think about that? It appears to be bumping up against the state regulations and and the restrictions that have been put on us. Should these schools um, break the guidelines and should they allow their students to play club football? Now, <clears throat> and is this a this is a is this a battle of ideologies? How about you, out there? Um, is your son or your or your daughter are they involved in caps? Um, why why do you feel that they should be able to do that or or not? Would you let your son and daughter enter that caps program as we've explained it right now? Uh, we look at the way the NFL has handled it, the way college football has handled it. And it seems like with some innovative thoughts and discussions and involving representatives of everyone involved, that we ought to be able to come up with some type of system that would allow our young people to play sports while they're going through high school, junior high, middle school, elementary school. Uh, it, it just seems like if, it, if, if this is something that, that's working for the nation, why can't we apply it at the school level? Be interested in your comments on that. We're at two zero nine five five one three four eight three. Interesting proposition. Two zero nine five five one three four eight three. There are concerns over this in terms of competitive equity and, uh, safety, uh, equipment standards, uh, potential conflicts with, uh, CIF rules. And, you know, that, uh, that's an interesting point. If your son or daughter wants to go on to college and participate in college sports, whatever it might be, if they are involved in this caps, uh, proposal in the system, Will that affect their eligibility later on in college? A lot of things to consider here. Again, our number, if you'd like to weigh in on this, area code 209-551-3483. And uh, I'd just be interested to hearing from you if if you have a son or daughter or if you're involved in the CAPS uh, program. I'd I'd like to hear uh, why you're um, supporting that. And for those uh, not supporting it, we'd appreciate your opinion as well. Again, number 209-551-3483. So according to uh, CAPS, uh, the uh, California Association of Private Sports, the league will look something like this. There will be 12 teams with a potential of four more Uh, Some clubs will have uh, both 19 and under and 16 and under teams. Uh, Regions where the clubs are from include Bakersfield, San Joaquin County, Stanislaus County, Sacramento County, and Sonoma County. That's a pretty wide uh, area. So the start date uh, for them, at least at this point, is this coming Friday, February 12th. And they plan for that season to end uh, at the end of March. The organization already has more than 150 coaches. Wow. And some 640 players. Apparently uh, the facilities where they're going to play are all private schools. Uh, some districts apparently have allowed clubs to practice on high school campuses or campi, uh, But some clubs are renting facilities. So, uh you look at how many of us are in this purple tier where contact sports aren't allowed. And that uh, would include uh, Sacramento, Placer, Yolo, El Dorado, Stanislaus, many more. In fact, there are now 53 counties in the purple penalty box, in the purple tier, uh, because one moved up to the red tier. That's the substantial tier. Uh, Mariposa was the uh, lone occupant of the red tier for a while, but now Del Norte County is in the substantial red tier, and uh, there are still three counties in the moderate tier, uh, the orange tier: Trinity, Sierra, and Alpine, and none, zero zip nada, in the minimal yellow tier. So there we go, and it's uh, so. So what does the CIF say about this? Well, we're going to explore their response in just a moment. Again, if uh, you'd like to weigh on this, our number here is area code 209-551-3483. Are you going to allow your son or daughter? Would you allow your son or daughter to participate? Do you think it's a good idea? If not, why? Area code 209 551 3483. We'll be talking about the CIF's response and open the phones for your calls as well in about three or four minutes. Here on the Mike Douglas show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
0: The Mike Douglas Show every weekday at three on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 burst traffic from the Jackson Rancheria Resort Traffic Center.
2: Mantega delays on eastbound 120 Main Street to 99 southbound 99 after that tied up from Austin Road all the way to Hammett with eastbound 205 and Tracy slow from Grant Line all the way to five for the latest on the Valley reopening tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV.
8: This report is sponsored by Merrill with Merrill guided investing you have the option to work with an advisor at a low cost and minimum. Get started at MerrillEdge.com slash Investing Goals. Merrill Lynch, Pierce Fenner, and Smith Incorporated, both a registered broker-dealer and investment advisor. Member SIPC. It's surprising, but true. Since Election Day, almost 5 million people have downloaded the free Newsmax TV app on their smartphone. If you have a smartphone, you can get the Newsmax app and start watching Newsmax TV right away. Plus, check out Newsmax.com for breaking headlines. Many cable channels require a subscription for your phone. When news breaks, tune into Newsmax TV for free. And you can also sign up for notifications to get the latest news. Newsmax has great shows with Dick Morris, Rudy Giuliani, Michelle Malkin, Diamond and Silk, Mike Huckabee, Alan Dershowitz, Sean Spicer, Greg Kelly, and a lot more. Newsmax is on all major cable and satellite systems. If you don't get Newsmax on cable, call your operator and tell them you want Newsmax watch Newsmax for free on Roku, YouTube, Apple TV, Zumo, TiVo+, Pluto, and smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and Vizio. Everyone is talking about Newsmax because we're real news. For real people.
7: Okay, folks, listen carefully. Markets are beginning to show some serious indications that mortgage rates may start rising quickly. Tom Sullivan for my friends at First California Funding. Before this happens and rates change direction, make a five-minute call to see how much you could save. No cost, zero obligation, but it will give you peace of mind. They will provide you the advice you need to make a decision. No call center, no phone tree, only trustworthy local mortgage experts. First California Funding will match any program offered by the big call centers, but provide you with the personal, professional expertise. Veterans, you can still purchase with zero down, 100% financing, literally zero out of pocket. Make the five-minute call today, 916 989 6222 916-989-6222 or start the process in seconds at fcfunding.com
4: Home Bureau of Real Estate Real Estate Broker License Number 01069872 NMLS Number 282458 Equal Housing Limited It's
7: time to tell our side
3: of the story
4: I'm Patrick Kerlchi
3: And I'm Adriana Cortez And we're the hosts of Red Pilled America A good old-fashioned storytelling show you won't find in Hollywood
0: Listen to Red Pilled America every week on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts Father, your friend. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show, weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.
1: And the conversation at the moment is about uh, an organization called CAPS, which is looking at uh, starting some private club football games this Saturday, the California Association of Private Sports. And we're taking your opinions on that at yeah, 209-551-3483 here on the Mike Douglas Show, 209-551-3483. So what about the CIF? Uh, what, what does it say? Uh, what's its response to uh, apparently what's going to happen this Friday where uh, this CAPS uh, organization is going to start playing football as a, as a private club? Well, they say that uh, Sacramento San Joaquin uh, Section Commissioner Mike Garrison uh, from the CIF said club football uh, organization notified the section of its league, uh, but said some of the clubs are heading down a slippery slope. He said, I don't know the avenue that this group is going down is the appropriate avenue. There are so many things related to football, why we haven't seen club football in the past. And here's a statement, and uh, again, if I mispronounce his name, uh, my sincere apologies. Uh, Ripon High football coach Chris uh, Musman says he's against the idea, especially because uh, Rippon High is abiding by the health ru- rules, but he says uh, a club, the Knights Outdoor Fitness, is practicing right next to his school's campus. He says, I think club football will absolutely destroy what high school football is really about, teaching kids to work as teammates and hard work will work out in the long run. It's not about winning and losing games. And we aren't mentioning school spirit and pride in your community with uh, uh, high school football. Club football, which features many uh, private schools, is another reason uh, he says that, quote, maybe private schools need to form their own federation. They're not bound by the same rules. You're never going to stop them from recruiting. So an interesting uh, perspective, and he ends by saying, we have been fighting so hard for all the kids to see them across the street practicing. It rips our kids' hearts apart. See, and this is the dilemma. This is the dilemma. And I I come back to maybe my my own decision-making as a pastor of late regarding the restrictions on houses of worship, and we've chosen to obey the rules uh, in the two congregations I serve, and we also obey the rules with advanced vibrant communities. The point here is that, do I agree with uh, the rules? Do I agree with uh, Gavin Newsom's blueprint? Uh, by and large, I don't. I, I, I don't think it's feasible. If you look through you, the, the details on what it takes in order to get to a next level, it, it's almost impossible. Again, nobody's in the yellow level, which is the third level up. There's uh, three in the red and, um, what, 53 in, in the uh, in the purple tier and one in the orange, which is, I'm sorry, that is the third level up. The orange is a uh, third level up. There's uh, one a uh, couple in the orange, but my my thought here is we are setting some kind of an example for the kids that are playing. What is that example? And believe me, I'm not faulting the caps group for their perspective here. We all want children to be out playing sports, develops character, develops teamwork, develops critical thinking, uh, develops muscles, uh, develops coordination hand eye a lot of a lot of positives and uh there's there's that you know group think that goes on with that where you all have to be on the same wavelength in order to uh, proceed and win and in many respects that's uh that's not there well let's uh let's talk to someone who uh has had some experience with schools. nancy is uh, retired from uh Modesto schools, and uh, she has some thoughts about this as well, especially uh, those under 18 years old. Nancy, what are your thoughts? Welcome.
6: Well, thank you. Uh, Well, I was listening, and um, as a retired school teacher, uh, I feel the parents are the ones who should be making decisions for their children, especially if they are under 18, and if they believe their children are safe and they've checked out the situation, then the, it's so good for children of, of all ages, <laughs> even me, and I'm not a child, to uh, participate in sports. Uh, there's just so much that um, every child gains from participation in different things, whatever their interests might be. But anyway, um, I really believe that the government should uh, do its part to make sure things are as safe as possible. But uh, in my opinion, it should be up to the parents, and as the child or young person gets older, then if they're still living with their parents, discuss it with their parents and come to some kind of a decision together. But I fully believe that it should be family that makes these kinds of decisions.
1: Nancy, thank, thank you. you. Some great points there, and and uh, it all... Nancy also touches on the issues of the government, not supposed to be the parents of our children. Uh, Are supposed to be the parents of our children. And so I think Nancy brings up uh, some interesting options there that ought to be looked at. And that is how can government give some of this decision making back to the parents with, with some parameters in order, uh, to allow the parents to do the best things and make the best decisions for their children. They know best. And, uh, I, again, I, I, worked for government for, uh, 25 years, uh, before going into a vocational ministry. And I, you know, government does a lot of things. Well, parenting is not one of them. Parenting is not one of them. And, uh, you know, in in my opinion, when God set up the systems that we have as humanity and He set up the family and He set up the government and and such, uh, never intended that the government would be the parent. And so often that's uh, that's what's happening these days. So Nancy, yeah, thank you. Uh, causes us to think about uh, uh, some additional um, some additional options. Well, friends, coming up at four o'clock today, the Trevor Carey Show. Trevor's going to be looking back at election 2020, and at 4:30, uh, actually, he's going to have uh, the Breitbart senior editor Joel Pollack on with him as well. Again, that's uh, Trevor Carey coming up at uh, four o'clock uh, here on Power Talk 1360. KFIV. By the way, if you'd like to email me and uh, share some of your perspectives between the shows, I welcome those. Many of you have some great thoughts that get me thinking as well. My email is MikeOn1360 at gmail.com. That's MikeOn1360 at gmail.com. Well, thanks so much for sharing time with us this afternoon. I'm Mike Douglas. You've been listening to The Mike Douglas Show here.
7: On Power Talk 1360, KFIV.